sometimes you read something in the paper and you're like, huh? <laughs> Are you serious? I particularly tend to do that when I, from time to time, read the letters to the editor. Yeah. And some people make outstanding points. Other people write in with things that are like, what? maybe you should have Googled that before you, you wrote a letter to the editor. Oh, welcome back. This is The Farming Show here on KGMI News Talk 790. Yes, it is a farming issue that came up in the letters to the editor recently in the Linden Tribune. And so I wanted to talk about I mean, what is um, the reality with this situation or or practice, I guess, farming practice that was brought up and, and someone was voicing a concern in the paper, very worried about something that goes on with local farming. Um, as we find out, and we're going to get more details on here, they needed to check more of the background first before they got all worried. You know, it was the bottom line. Uh, and uh, my name is Dylan Honk, by the way, uh, with Whatcom Family Farmers. This is the Farming Show here on KGMI News Talk 790. We're glad to have you here on this Saturday morning. Joining me right now with Washington State University and their extension program out here, Chris Benedict. Welcome to the show this morning, Chris, uh, for kind of an, an expert uh, insight into this issue that came up. So the concern was that was brought up in the newspaper and printed in the Linden Tribune recently in their letters to the editor um, was about potatoes. And a, a person who wrote into the newspaper saying he was very concerned about and thought it didn't make sense that local farmers were spraying Roundup on their potatoes. And it just so happens that local farmers don't spray roundup on their potatoes am i correct explain what was going on here and and what's maybe being confused here with the the practices of how local seed potatoes are grown in whatcom county yeah i guess good first of all good good morning Dylan. um and thanks for having me on the show but yeah so the, there's there's um it would be it would not be a good decision to to apply uh roundup or the active ingredient glyphosate to hmm. potatoes because uh, that that particular herbicide is it's referred to as a systemic herbicide, which means that it, it can be applied to one portion of the plant and then it's translocated throughout. And uh, as you can imagine, um, potatoes are a below ground tuber, and that's where uh, farmers make their living. Um, particular in particular, seed potato farmers, uh, that that, that tuber is very valuable. Um, yeah. And so applying, uh, you know, something like glyphosate to potatoes would ultimately uh, just, you know, eventually hurt, kill off the plant and, of course, would, would be very costly. So uh, it would not be, a, um, you know, a smart move. You know, so you're, you're, you're saying that local seed potatoes growers don't put Roundup or, or glyphosate on their potatoes at all they it doesn't go on the potato plant period no I, in fact i don't know of any case of any potato farmer where that would actually be the case um what 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 is a common practice in all potatoes is um it's referred to as vine kill which is um when you you know you apply an herbicide that's non-systemic so it, it's it's localized on the plant 
And what that does is that kills off the vines. And it, it what that does is that allows for the skin to set better. Um, so when those potatoes are, you know, um, are when, when during harvest, when they're when they're dug up, that they that they can withstand some of the mechanical equipment and sorting equipment and whatnot. Um, and that allows for proper storage and, of course, um, you know, for it to make it to the consumer eventually. But um, seed potatoes are a little bit different than than um, you know commercially produced potatoes. So uh, on top of that, none of the virtually very few of the, the potato acreage in Whatcom County actually. Um, ends up uh, on the consumer plate. It eventually becomes more potatoes, uh, but those in subsequent years. But it's not like there's glyphosate even being pumped into that product no. at all. No, no. It is what be, you're it saying. Would, it's a totally yeah, it was, different thing that, that's being done to it just to desiccate the, the green foliage? Yes, exactly. Yeah, and then, of course, that, that, that once it's desiccated, it's mowed off. Um, but you know, um, no, no, there's no glyphosate. So people think, well, that's killing the potatoes, but you're saying you don't want to kill the plant and what they're doing isn't actually killing the plant when they do that. No, it's a, it's a localized response, um, as it's technically referred to. So, uh, what you see is, is a reaction by the plant that, um, does not, uh, does not get translocated to the tuber itself. Okay. Well, I'd say, I don't know. I need some like Mythbusters, um, you know, background <laughs> music here to say this myth is busted. Because uh, <laughs> again, and, and this is the farming show, by the way, here on KGMI News Stock 790. I'm Dylan Honkoop. Our expert on the phone line right now uh, is an agent with WSU, uh, Chris Benedict. Um, a scientist on the phone with us this morning. Uh, we were talking about this letter to the editor recently that raised some eyebrows. Uh, a, a person writing in from the local area saying, uh, and, and I'll read the actual letter here. It's very short. It's what, three sentences, I think. He, he says, am I the only one that cares about spraying our food source, in parentheses, potatoes, with Roundup to kill the tops? There has to be a residual amount of it in the spud, but there is no declaration of such on the packaging. And then he continues, he says, considering all the lawsuits against Roundup, the chemical, uh, because it is a hazard to health, it is. it just doesn't make sense to me to eat a known poison. Well, the bottom line is no one is putting glyphosate or Roundup on potatoes, and so no one is eating Roundup in their potatoes. Is that, what, is that the final uh, scientific opinion here <laughs> to sum it up? No, there there is not no glyphosate being applied to potatoes. You probably, with your your scientific background, but your involvement in the farm, you know, in farming practices and in the farming community, this probably isn't the only example where you have to grit your teeth, bite your tongue a little bit, and and wish that people maybe were a, a little bit more savvy with their googling before they got really upset about something that they saw and didn't understand. Yeah, we. I mean, we we commonly um, uh, respond to inquiries from from people that that are sort of questioning a variety could be questioning a variety of different you know farming practices, mm -hmm. and um, I, I think it comes down to you know education is really important here. So now I've been saying you're an agent. What is your your technical position, and and technically where are you based? You know, I always end up seeing you like out in my dad's raspberry field or something here in, in Whatcom County, but it's not like I've ever actually been to your office. Yeah, we're so we're based in Bel our uh, first of all, my title is regional extension specialist, and um, I, I'm I'm 
geogra- my job is geographically defined to Whatcom County. And so um, I, you know, I provide technical support to the, the farming community. But our office is, is based in Bellingham. It's on 1000 North Forest Street. Um, it's, it's been, we've been, our office has been open since 1917. So it's been a little bit, wow. um, new building, but, 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 uh, it's been around since 1917. Yeah. So, um, and of course, if you, if you're interested in more information about extension, check out, uh, extension.wsu.edu slash Whatcom, or just Google it, like as you were referring to earlier. This is the farming show here on KGMI. I'm Dylan Honkoop. We're talking with Chris Benedict with uh, the US, uh, WSU. Um, and Chris, you're talking about the extension program. I am somewhat familiar with it, having grown up on you know, my dad's red raspberry farm, and he's very involved with WSU extension activities. But for people who aren't familiar, what's the whole idea? Why is, why is Washington State University involved with farming here in our community? Yeah, you would necessarily affiliate, you know, uh, a Eastern Washington Pullman-based university with activities that go on and, you know, all over the state. But it's it's part of the land-grant university system, which mm. uh, the, re- the rest of the world um, really is, uh, uh, really would like to have in their own countries. But it, it, it takes a teaching, research, and extension, um, it's sort of the three legs of the stool, so to speak, and we have an office virtually in every county um, that offers a diverse set of programming in our office. Particularly, we, we you know we administer the 4-H program, mm. um, F- Food Sense, um, excuse me, SNAP Ed, um, Water Resources, and of course the Master Gardener program, which is very popular. So um, yeah, check out our website. There's a lot lot going on. Well, what's the web address that people can go it, to? It's extension.wsu.edu slash Watcom. Okay. That's actually pretty easy to remember. Um, yep. Chris Benedict with uh, WSU on the phone with us this morning here on The Farming Show. So, you know, you guys, you know, my background, my where I got to know you was in a berry field and all the, you know, research and things that you guys do in the local small fruit world, but you're also involved in other local crops and, and farming, you know, ventures, including like we've been talking about here earlier based on the confusion from this letter to the editor on, on um, the local seed potato community, which, by the way, for P- I, I don't know if we mentioned earlier, seed potatoes are the only potatoes that are commercially grown locally, correct? You can't just grow 100 acres of potatoes to ship out for French fries in Whatcom County, right? Yeah, in fact, there's the, because, um, it, because of how uh, sort of complicated the production system is, See, there's a there's a there's a protection, a state law that protects most of the county um, from from that happening. Uh, basically, anything um, over a certain certain planting size it has to have uh, certain certification requirements, and uh, there's a variety of different things. But yeah, we're very unique. We um, uh, we're the largest seed pro- uh, potato production area in the state of Washington. Um, and it's uh, multi-generational farms that uh, that 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 grow. Yeah, I think it's over 150 different varieties of potatoes. Um, so extreme diversity, and they're shipped uh, mostly all over the U.S. In some cases, outside of the U.S. But uh, really unique production system. And um, 
I would 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 highly recommend for anyone that wants to learn a little bit more about the the industry um, is to just basically Google Washington Sea Potato, and you'll get to the the commission's website, and they have a very good a, a good set of information about about the industry and how it works. It's 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 quite um, educational, so I'd recommend checking that out. So the you know the important part, if I understand this right, is because we're geographically protected. Not we don't have contiguous farmland with any other, you know, farming region. Where you know there's mountains between us and Skagit, for instance, and we've got the border to our north, and you know mountains and and water around us on the other sides. That keeps what disease and other things, pests and problems from getting into the seed potatoes, which is extra important for these potatoes because. Because they're seed um, and need to be certified. So, am I summarizing uh, what you said correctly there? Yeah, it's it's an awfully complicated and, and expensive production system that that to produce, as you said, disease-free seed. And I'm talking right. about plant pathogen diseases. Right. Um, you know, there's there's sanitation requirements. Um, that that all, all all of the seed lots, as they're referred to, have to be, um, and, and they're inspected twice a year, um, and uh, through a very rigorous process. Every state is a little bit different, but but as you alluded to, we we really are kind of unique um, because while we have the state law which which created the seed potato isolation district, that's referred to as the the county in of itself is physically isolated so right um and and what's really unique about potatoes is that um they are they um for for commercial production they do not um while we refer to them as seed potatoes it's not a a seed as you would think of you know sowing corn for example um and so you actually have a vegetative uh, portion of the plant that you're trying to plant and that has to be uh you know really to to, to provide a healthy plant it has to start off with a with a disease-free um a seed potato in this case um and so it's 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 a very complicated system but i urge people to learn more about it um and uh and learn more about what goes on in whatcom county ag Chris Benedict with WSU on the phone with us this morning here on the Farming Show. We're talking local seed potatoes. It all started with a, a misunderstanding, apparently, that led to a letter to the editor in the Linden Tribune. Someone worried about glyphosate and Roundup being used on potatoes, which we have confirmed, and we've busted that myth here on the program this morning that Roundup is not used on local potatoes or really any potato production anywhere to our knowledge at all. Um, but uh, talking more now with Chris here about local seed potato production and, and how it works, e people can still grow potatoes in their gardens, right? But what kind of, what's the cutoff? You, what, how, how far yeah. can that go? Yeah. It, so yeah, they, they definitely can. I would um, urge that they, that they buy uh, hopefully uh seed from Whatcom County producers mm. um, because as I mentioned we grow you know over 150 varieties here so you can have pretty much anything you want right and um, you're gonna it's gonna be certified disease free so um, what what you got to do what the situation is is to create a good good neighbor sort of policy with with the commercial farmers because um, you know even a, a home gardener 
um, that you know allows a, a disease to go kind of unmanaged can create a, a pretty large economic mess for mm. uh, the sea potato producers. It's a little bit synonymous with what's going on with COVID nineteen and transmission there. So mm. um, you know, just sort of be aware that it, the most important thing is to start with certified seed. Um, and uh, you mentioned uh, scale. Um, it really, uh, some of the certification restrictions don't come into play until you're over a certain size, but that would not uh, really impact any home gardener. So. But even if I had like 10 acres and wanted to, like I was saying earlier, just grow spuds to sell as potatoes wherever, yeah. you know, for French fries or anything, that really wouldn't be consistent with the, the rules on the protection district, right? Exactly. Yep. Yep. Yeah. It, it would, um, there, it would have to see the, the potatoes would have to be, uh, put through sort of a certification process. Mm. Um, and, and it's just restricted outright. So, um, and that's why you don't see a lot of that production occurring up here. Um, and it's, you know, and seed potatoes are also part of the larger farming, uh, rotational system, particularly with, with raspberries, um, and, and wheat, yeah. but, um, so it's, it's all part of a larger system and, um, all the, uh, all the diverse production systems do work in concert. So, well, yeah. I, I know they've already started and probably will keep going for the next at least month or so, uh, digging those seed potatoes out of the ground. So people will probably be seeing those, those local seed potato growers a lot right now, hauling spuds out of fields and, and with big diggers out in the field, uh, getting all the tubers out of the soil. So best of luck to all those folks. And, and maybe we'll check in with one of those growers when it's all said and done and, and see how it all turned out uh, right now. So far, the weather is really good for, for digging potatoes. And I don't know if you've heard anything beyond that, Chris, I would imagine those folks are pretty uh, much nose to the grindstone right now. Yeah, this is, this is uh, planting in the spring and harvesting in the fall is when there's a big crunch to get everything done. And, and it's, it's where everything really happens. So, yeah. Yep. Chris Benedict with WSU. Thanks for your time on the program this morning. We appreciate it. You bet.